and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, what did we read? We read You Slay Me by Katie McAllister, which is the first book in the Ashling Gray Guardian series. Correct. And this was a recommendation we got Quite some time ago, prior to having an organisational system where we wrote down who recommended us what. It was back when we were very, like, <laughs> slipshod. But we are getting to them. I did go back through and catalogue them no, all, no, but no. I didn't keep We did through. get this when it came out because I remember us looking for it and we got the preview. That's right, because on the we had e-reader. to buy it. We had it to buy it. Yeah, it was available, but we couldn't get it through the library. And then we forgot. Yeah. Who recommended it and it just slipped off the table. So we've come back to it. It didn't peter out. We came back. It just took us a bit. So to whoever recommended this to us, thank you for the recommend and thank you for your patience. We really value you. Fingers crossed you're still a listener at this point. (laughs) Well, you know, as we default to, if we're not sure who recommended it, we go, this is recommended by Tara. In Canada. Tara recommends a lot of things We actually, particularly early on, Tara was a very, she still is prolific, but was a very prolific recommender early on. But yeah, Tara, if you're listening... Did you recommend this to us? <laughs> I thought you might have. If it wasn't Tara but someone else, we'd love you to tell us if you were the person who recommended this so that we can thank you properly. I vaguely remember there being like a little bit of a caveat of like a the person who recommended this was like, I like these things about it, but I didn't like all of it. Like well, I, I think can there tell was you when I can remember precisely when you told me this had been a recommendation because I was standing at your door about to head out. And this I noticed... could be one of those things where it's like, it was that time you wore those pair of pants and I'm going to no, I don't remember You that. had witch please on your hall table and I was like, what is this? Oh, that's And you right. said this was recommended and this other book was recommended, but I can't get that in hard copy. We're going to have to buy it. And that was about this time last year because it was cold and you were wearing that avocado oody. I think that's enough reminiscing on something we actually don't have an answer to. Hey, Amy. (laughs) I'm nervous. Yes, Kimberly, you're going to make me do the spoiler-free recap. I really, really am because I also would kind of like to go first because I have thoughts about this. So um... Brace yourselves, everyone. This is a contemporary paranormal comedy mystery romance. I think that's the best way to describe it. And that is true. The main character, Ashlyn Gray, arrives in Paris as a courier for her uncle's mystical object firm. It's set in reality. So she arrives. He doesn't do mystical objects. He is just a courier. No, I feel like he specializes in well, things that have something to do with magic. That's not That's not made clear in the first book. Have you read more than the first no, book? It was, no, I thought it was pretty clear. No, no I felt it was clear. Up. Anyway, she's got this gold dragon-shaped object, the Latin name of which I can't remember, but she talks about it a lot. And she has to deliver it to a wealthy lady in one of the suburbs of Paris. When she gets to the lady's house, dun-dun-dun, the woman's dead. But she's been killed in this really witchy-type way. So there's a sort of circle on the ground. She's suspended from the roof and... It feels like something demonic has happened here. And as Ashling's like, oh dear, I'm on the site of what looks like a murder and that was my client and what do I now do about this object? A mysterious man appears in the room who seems to know too many things about everything and this is where my spoiler-free recap sort of goes off the rails. 
the dude arrives. He's just, she's like, a handsome man entered the room. And I was pretty good up until then. I can't remember. Anyway, he turns out to be a source of tension and (laughs) shenanigans ensue. ensue. Can you pick it up from Drago? Draco. Drake. Drake. Drake Drake is his name. Right. Drake. Drake something or other. Gosh, that's just terrible. No, it was good up to that point. Yeah, Give me some it credit. Wasn't too, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. as you're my right, go. It's fine. It was, it's fine. Okay, so, so Drake, she's in the murder scene, turns around, sexy, handsome, not entirely sure if he's French or not. And they guy immediately, appears. I don't think he's they, imme- Immediately they lust. They immediately lust after each other. And he then, the police arrive and she gets taken into custody. He disappears and takes her object with him, the thing that was her uncle's, and him stealing the object kind of keeps them in each other's orbit because she's like, I can't possibly go back to my uncle without this priceless object. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, oh my gosh, I must get it off him. But I think really it's just an excuse for her to go and see him again. And in trying to track him down, she then gets embroiled in the mystery of who killed the client she was supposed to drop it off to, and she also gets kind of quickly embroiled into this very... Parisian, Parisian paranormal underworld. Yeah, exactly. And discovers that this whole other world exists underneath and alongside that the she human is world. And a part she of. is a part of it. And everyone's like, oh, I can clearly see that you're a guardian, which is why it's called the Guardian series. And she's like, no, I'm not. And so, yeah, she's just like, I just want to get my object back. And they're like, oh, no, you can't possibly. He's a dragon. And dragons won't give things back. And, and how did you open that demon portal and yeah. close that demon yeah. portal, Ashling? Yeah. So she, cetera, disco- she discovers she apparently has powers that everyone else knows about, but she doesn't know anything about. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. Yeah. The only shenanigans other, ensue. Shenanigans ensue. The only other thing that I don't think is a spoiler, I think it's like a promise, like a carrot, as in like, this is in it, it's cool. At one point, she decides to oh, yeah, summon a demon. It's oh, good. Not a spoiler. She decides to summon a demon. I wouldn't know, I don't read blurbs. She decides to summon a demon to help her. But the demon she summons, and demons when they're summoned from the other world or whatever, can take hell. whatever form they want to take. Haven't you watched Buffy? They come from hell. You're not allowed to say hell. They have a whole other name for it. Oh. Did you even read the book? I did, but I she- did. <laughs> so many, I have so many, like, just factual things that I disagree with you on. Anyway, he takes the, this demon takes the form of a really big dog. Newfoundland a dog. Newfoundland dog. Massive, massive, massive. Smart-ass yeah. talking dog. And he can talk and is just becomes like her little offsider. And for Jim. She calls him Jim. Jim. And yeah, that's kind of, and then that's, they go Shenanigans. On. Shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans. So. They've got to solve the problem. They've got to solve the crime. And the lust, the lust is the side. Well, is not really. I would say they're not. I would say they're quite even in terms of the focus. They're quite even plot lines. You know how sometimes it's like, like when you read a uh, Mary Stewart, and often, or even sometimes a Simone St. James, and you're like, this was a mystery where they fell in love, or a yeah, horror where yeah. they fell in love, yeah. but it wasn't. They weren't equal. Whereas in this, I really think it's a mystery, and 50/50. the love story is is like right Part there, of. front and center in it as well yeah but yeah that's about it so you get the you just have to deal with the slight inaccuracies when you make me do the spoiler free recap it's fine i think you did a great job thank you thank you i appreciate your praise i do this so rarely (laughs) can you celebrate the successes that i have it's true hey great job. two micro inaccuracies no it was really terrific i think it's complicated and you handled it really well 
I think you're. I think you're very pretty. Um, <laughs> Thank you, and I will invite you to tell me your thoughts on you slay me first. So, okay, this book I found. I'm not sure who recommended it. That's I still can't find that information. So sorry, um, whoever you are. Do hit send me an email and let me know. I found this book so annoyingly disappointing. So, I both loved and absolutely hated I think I know what you hated about it. this book so I because I am reading like supernatural um worlds within worlds this whole thing it's all very familiar to me I've read a lot of them we don't talk about them on the podcast because Amy doesn't like them but I read that's a huge like, like genre of them, but I don't like dystopias because they give me nightmares I love a dystopia yeah, no, I'm right you. here for you um but anyway so I was so, all of that, I was really down for. I was in. It was great. The mystery side of it, I absolutely loved. So yep. these are the things I loved. Okay. I thought Let's the, do the pros and cons We do list. the pros, yeah. I absolutely loved the mystery. I cared about what was going on, about, like, was she being killed by demons being summoned or... Who did it? Who did it and yes. why did they do it? Because that's, like, um, Ashlyn gets pulled into kind of the, the politics and the rules and traditions of the underworld, and it's one of those societies that, yes, is governed by, you know, like, leadership structures and things like that, but it's also just governed by a lot of traditions that people adhere to. And somehow she to. fits into these traditions and she's trying to work out how, she, how fits. she fits when everyone seems to already know. I thought the world itself was complicated and really interesting. Yep. I wanted to know more about that. Um, and the people, those side characters inside that world were, I think, pretty well-defined and pretty mm-hmm. interesting. I liked that idea that she was working within a world she didn't fully understand. You know, she would nothing was quite what it seemed and everyone at some point felt I, like it was one of those books that was great because it, Every point I was like, oh, you can't trust her. Oh, maybe you can trust her. No, maybe it's them you can't trust. No, it's that guy you can't trust. So I really enjoyed... It was like in Mission Impossible 2 where everyone always has a mask they're pulling off and you're like, I don't know who I can trust. Exactly. Uh, and not who they, I think they are. Uh, so I really liked that. Thought it was great. Jim is terrific. Jim, I could just have a whole book of just Jim being Jim. Loved him. Thought he was absolutely tops for Jim I thought I thought Jim was a bit there's a bit too much dog talking banter at times I just would be like shut up Jim but that was sort of what Ashlyn was like I wanted so if it would meant if it meant that Ashlyn would talk less I'd have more Jim which is a which is a seamless segue into what I didn't like just like times was like okay can we just move on with the plot and enough enough gym better yes. yeah Thank look you. i understand what you're saying and yeah. i know exactly which moments you mean yeah and i agree but i also think that if she was less crap he could have been better too. okay all right uh, so things i absolutely and see that's the problem so that's your pros list the, so now but, let's go to the cons but the problem isn't that they're not just like here are some things that were all right i loved those parts of the book mm-hmm. i really really loved those parts of the book unfortunately i would say the other parts of the book i think outweighed and tarnished the bits that I loved because the other parts I hated. And the other parts was the lust mints. I hated Drake, who is her love interest, in case you didn't pick up on that in the spoiler he's not, free He's recap. not her love interest. He's her, like, yes, fated he mate. He's her fated mate. So it's like... 
it's and he like, calls it's her like his a... mate the whole time, and that was a bit yeah. like, ugh. And it means that, like, they're destined to be together because she can withstand his dragon fire, and all other people get, like, burned up by his dragon fire because he's so hot. It was horrendous. So basically their relationship was, it wasn't a, I hate you. Oh my God, I've grown to love you and respect you. Oh, look how our hatred and lust has turned into something else. I don't like those storylines to begin with. This wasn't even that though. This was, I hate you, but because of fate, I am powerless against your penis. That's what this was. (laughs) It was terrible. She didn't hate him. She's like, I don't trust you. No. She hates him by the end. And by later books, then in book two, apparently, they fall in love. I looked it up. I was like, I didn't can I? Her as hating I was him, like, but just like not. She was like, I don't like him at all. She says it all the time. And anytime she's like, do you even like me? He's like, why would I like you? Are you not for liking? You're for my bits to go in your bits. We have dragon You're sex now. Mating. Now we dragon sex? So terrible. Can I just add? They have transportational Buffy vision dream dragon sex. Constantly. I think that's like most of their sexual like, encounters she are in dreams, dream time. But she's not dreaming? Yeah. Mm. Well, it's kind of like astral projection almost. Ah, what did I call them? Like transportational. Yeah. Transportational. Transportational Something. dreams. So that was gross. And there, everything, like the way he speaks to her is gross. I looked it up on Goodreads. I tried to read the first, like the next book. So I got one chapter into the next book and then went and just found some incredibly spoilerful reviews. I do like those. And uh, it only gets worse. Then, like, in book two, she's full-on in love with him and he still treats her like a whole he's allowed to put things in whenever he so chooses. And she is powerless to demand any kind of respect. Though with her mouth, her mouth hole demands respect all the time. And she just keeps being like, no, I'm not going to have you treat me like that. But then, magic, magic, she's powerless against his penis. Oh, my God. Such a bad example. It just sets really, like, I just think it's a toxic relationship. Their relationship is toxic. It can't be held up as anything. Like, it should be, it needs to be deconstructed. If we get to write something, then it shouldn't just be the way it is. She should overcome. It should be a thing that we watch her character rise above, overcome, and defeat. She should be stronger than the magical penis powers. And she's not. And I hated it. <laughs> magical Parisian penis powers. Yes. And the other thing I hated... Wow, so, there's more. I'm never going to get a chance to no, speak. No, no, I'm oh sorry. God. I was like, I have to reverse because I feel really passionate yeah, about this book in some ways. I was ways. strong-armed into a spoiler-free recap you and were. then trashed about it. No, not... Well, whatever. People have heard the tape. They know what happened. The second was that the world was fascinating. Like I said, The world was the world. fascinating. Really loved the world. I wish... Ashling, Asling, I've already forgotten. Ashling. Ashling. I wish she was not so inconsistent and idiotic. The number of times in the book someone was explaining the world to her and she, I am not paraphrasing, said, shush, 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 I have to go do some things. And they're like, oh, but don't do, and she's like, quiet now. Nothing more from you, thank you. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time for this. And I was like, you're an idiot. And then two minutes later, she's making completely idiotic mistakes because she's just like, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, seriously, love, this is the hill you're going to die on? So I have You a can't comment. resist penis power, but this hill you're going to die point, on. At some point I'll make my comment. I've got, that's something, not penis power, but the 
inconsistency thing was a comment that I was going to talk to. Oh, and you still can. Thank you. But Thank you so kind. You're so kind. I give permission. <laughs> I've wasted anticipation. Anyway, so that drove me nuts because I was like, can you just shut up, Ashling, and let Jim. Greta from... Just can Jim shut just... Shut up, can Jim tell... just tell us? Well, ask Jim. I Jim think and, he knows some stuff. Jim and Renee, the taxi driver. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so I was just like, this is so annoying and frustrating. And so at the end of it, I was so angry and so disappointed. That she started the next book. No, that I, because I wanted, because that's yeah, why you this wanted book a, You wanted growth or redemption to be like, is this just the beginning of a journey? And- I needed it to promise yeah. that it could get better because I couldn't do this book again more and more. But the but there was so much in it to love that I was like, do we get over these bits that are awful? Mm. The answer, dear listeners, is no, according to Goodreads. But whoever recommended this slash, if you're listening to this and you're like, I've read the whole series, Kim, so I could tell you some things. Can someone email me and tell me what the story is with Renee? Because I looked that up because I really wanted to know. It was the like taxi one driver. of the. He's not what he seems. He's got a backstory, Total but backstory. we don't know what it is. It's not told in the book. No, it's not told in the book. But he just believes everything. He's yeah, just like, yeah, I, I'm on board. I, and I was like, mm, I think you're a thing. Um, and I want to know what his story is, but I could not. Like, I googled the internet. I was like, seriously, internet, just tell me. Like, someone give it to me in like two paragraphs There's what his not a deal lot is. on the internet about it. And there was nothing. Nothing spoiled it. So can someone email me and spoil? Because I desperately want to know, but I absolutely cannot read another one of these books without like physically assaulting someone out of pure rage. See, I'd read them for you, but I don't want to have to buy them and I can't rent yeah, them. Yeah, that's fair. Because I'd do a read and, and tell you. So fair. Okay, right. Amy. So, okay, clearly. Trash, not trash, a recommend. Not a recommend. Trash. All right. right. But so close to a treasure. Oh, so frustrating. Yeah, it ha- I thought it had a lot of potential. That's the thing that so, upsets me is potential. Amy, what do I, you think? I'll be quiet. I thought that there was a lot of similarity between her and the Stephanie Plum books that annoy us. Yes. In terms of she does one thing and then she goes back on herself and she does this other thing. And we're like, for Christ's sake, we've already been here. And you're like... You should have learned from this. And you have that moment of going... Make a plan and follow the plan yeah, through. Don't like you, just, this makes no sense. You're just literally. If you've done this a million times, yeah. stop, pause, plan, move forward. Yeah. Rather than continually getting trapped in this ridiculous cycle. Yeah. It f- was a bit. The things I enjoyed about it was I did enjoy that sort of comedic Buffy meets Stephanie Plum style of it. Me too. Without the inconsistencies of the character, but I liked the tone. It was yeah. quite fun. I really... And I wanted her to get smarter quicker so that in future well, books... Yeah, that's where it was 30 novels of Stephanie Plum, the same person. Yeah, that was the issue. Yeah. And that's that's the problem here. I wanted her to get smarter quicker in this book. You want so more that... growth. She doesn't really grow except no. that she's like, okay, dragon lust and I understand what a guardian is. That's her growth and I sort Not of Not by like the Jim. end of the first book, but even by that she's like, I don't fully get what a guardian is. But she likes Jim and that's like, her growth. Ask some freaking questions, woman. So... Like, it had all that. I really liked the paranormal hangout, which is like, I was like, oh, this is the bronze of the Paris underworld. Absolutely. The sassy demons. And hopefully, the, you know. hopefully, if you're listening to this, you have watched enough Buffy to follow all of the references <laughs> that Amy is currently the making. The paranormally powered ones and all the demons and where they hang out. Um, and then that idea that things sort of don't go right in a comic sense, which is that very... Stephanie Plum thing, but that was the bit that got annoying after the first one or two things. You're like, okay, this has happened. Let's let's grow. 
Yeah, she can't Let's keep resolve. making the same mistake. Let's there grow. has to be somewhere else for this narrative. Like to if go. you know the first time you tried to raise the demon didn't go well because you didn't plan it, maybe the second time you do it, you should fix that problem. Or maybe you just admit that you're not ready to do that and go and ask someone. Yes, and you Ugh. don't do the same mistake again because it's quite irritating. Yeah, I could have done like you, but slightly less vehemently. I could have done without the romance. I oh my god, I could have done didn't, without that romance. Did not buy it, and that whole. I feel the zing the moment we met never works for me, especially when it's not the primary focus of the story. Yeah. I Look, I can buy into we've got a connection. Mm. I can buy into that more than you can. I really can. I agree with you that it was just creepy. It was creepy. It was creepy and it, it was, was creepy unpleasant. AF. It was not uh, – it was abusive. It's it, not okay. And it didn't help the story at all. So if they no. just removed that and she'd been – less irritating and gone through this mystery really interesting book and i probably would read it again if that was the focus of it so she was more consistent because some of those supporting characters were really fun jim the demon was great renee the taxi driver crony who keeps popping up and turns out to be someone who's got considerably more to him clearly some of these other characters that Her appeared. Friend that she makes at the Cecile, magic shop. Who runs the magic shop. Yep. So there were some really nice people in the world, and the world was fascinating, and the mystery was quite fun. But the romance brought it down because it wasn't really a romance. It was just like, let's add, as you call it, penis time in here because it'll steam it up and make it sell better. Yeah. And no, it was icky. Then the other thing that I thought was a bit, sat a little bit weirdly with me, wasn't romancy, but was about the sort of the rules of the world. Like it was yeah. this, all this paranormal stuff was happening, but it was in a world that is our own. Yeah. So it's like speculative fiction. It, but the general members of the public never seemed to pay attention. Pay, yeah. And there was never like a, oh, what? That guy vanished in a puff of smoke and it just sort of felt a bit like there weren't rules the rules of the world yeah how it fit i'm not explaining this very well but like how this world fit into this world didn't really connect it was like there were two separate things that they were talking about and it made it a little bit of a challenge at times to have that belief in that world even though i enjoyed the world enjoyed the world once we were deep in the sort of paranormal society of it all yeah i think there's the general accepted kind of element of it seemed to be that at an official level like at a police level they knew about they knew and just chose to turn a blind eye so long as they were managing their own things and then i guess there are just members like it's like any kind of underground society or niche where people just Sometimes notice, but sometimes don't. I guess it was set a while ago, so it's not like everyone had a smartphone necessarily. Yeah, the point in time, I was unclear as to the point in time. Because I, thought she, it was the ni- I thought it was the late 90s. Late, oh, well, there you go. That explains the penis lust. Penis lust. Time. Because we have so many problems with books from the mid-90s. Oh, really I find do. sometimes I'm reading something, I'm it was like, was a really dark oh, time. This. And then I yeah. go and I look at the pub, and I was like, ooh, 94. That was yeah. not a good time for novels no. No. with good romantic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, it was fun. But because of the way the romance was handled, I won't read it again. And if I want something of this vibe, I would read the Jennifer Cruzy Wild Ride set yes. in the theme park, yes. which had the demons. Yes. Yes. It had entertaining yes. characters and it had 
I'm so glad you said that actually because I, while I was reading this, I was like, this is what I feel like. But then it disappointed me so deeply that I was so like, heal yourself with the how do wild I, ride. what do I read now? Maybe I'll look for another. Oh, actually, I tried to read another Jennifer Cruz and it was terrible. I think you need to do I think a deep good read. reads where you go, I yeah. liked this. What and then you look at her now? Jennifer Cruz and the one that you tried to read, the getting rid it of Bradley was one of her first. And I asked our Jennifer Cruz recommender about that and she was like oh it's not good yeah okay, okay good <laughs> so yeah. try later getting rid of later bradley ones. is not a great one and right. somehow we digress away from you slay me into early jennifer cruzy novels so <laughs> that's what i wanted to be reading you slay me trash from both of us yeah for similar but minus slightly less vehement reasons Oh my gosh. And I feel strongly. Um, I have strong emotions. I enjoyed a lot of bits of it, but Me I too, wish I it loved, hadn't had the romance. I vehemently loved it and vehemently hated viscerally it. hated it. Page Lots to page. Lots of V words. Lots of V words. At any rate. But no vampires in it. Disappointed. Not yet. I'm sure they'll oh, come oh, in future books. Probably. So that's it. Thank you for joining us once again. Tune in next week. We'll bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, maybe rep- recommendations, maybe rants. <gasps> that's another probably R-word. a rant. There'll probably so be a rant. rant. There'll probably romance be a rant. rant. A romance rant. And until then, as ever, happy, happy reading. reading. And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.